Hi, this is Becca with the Housewife Rants, the unsighted, insightful, inciting podcast. Okay, so for my first rant, I think what I'm going to talk about is when should you let your babies eat solids? This is probably one of the more controversial ones in your mom's group. If you are a mom, you are more than well aware that when you introduce solids or how you breastfeed will bring out the Nazis. That's why they are called the breastfeeding Nazis, even though they don't think they are, but they are. First off, I think we're just going to go over what are you going to encounter on your more holistic or breastfeeding side of the debate. So the breastfeeders in your life are going to tell you uh, if they're exclusively breastfeeding is generally that you absolutely cannot feed your child solids until they are at least six months, preferably nine months. You're going to see this everywhere. It's bullshit. And I'll tell you why. But we're going to have to continue doing some groundwork. So one of the other key details that will come up, and because you will talk to your mom or your grandmother or your friend or, you know, the old lady at church, whoever, oh, what did you do for your kid? And they're like, they will tell you, they probably started at three to four months, they started giving their baby solids. And you will see so many women and moms getting extremely upset at that. Why? Well, the old rules put out by different, like the World Health Organization or other, I think it's the Academy of Pediatrics, was a range saying that babies are going to start being ready sometime between the, the month, the third month and the sixth month for a normal developing baby can eat solids. It's true. Okay. But more recently, say last decade, I believe, the World Health Organization, which pretty much sets the guidelines for most uh, health organization recommendations in the world. So pretty much once they make a decision, everyone else falls in line. Fine. It's great. But they are also making recommendations for the entirety of the world to solve world problems like world hunger or world rates of diseases or issues. So what their their guidelines are very, very, very generalized. That's fine. So the World Health Organization put out that you should hold off and do exclusively breast exclusive breastfeeding for six months. They do not say exclusive breastfeeding for the first year. That is a misquote. People will say that all the time too. It's not exclusive breastfeeding. It's breastfeeding for the first year and beyond. Exclusive breastfeeding, meaning nothing else, no, uh, no water, no food, no nothing until six months. Right? Okay. So why bring this up? Everyone should just do six months. Well, if you read the World Health Organization, you will see, one, that they say that you have to start solids at six months, which you will not see in any of these breastfeeding groups. They will not tell you that you must start feeding your baby at six months. The World Health Organization does say that, as do all of basically the other, the Academy of Pediatrics and all the other national health services will tell you, you must start solids at six months. Now, what did I do? And what do other people do? Well, 
And why does this become such a big debate? So there's a couple of things that tend to come up in a discussion, which is my milk supply is low, so I want to supplement, but I don't want to give formula, so I want to start solids. Can I do that? And the answer is you could if they're over probably over three months, but it's probably not the best idea. That's not a good reason. If you feel like you're not producing enough, but you've made it to the three month mark, let's say, then your baby might be going through a growth spurt. And if it's just because they're extra hungry, then you should just breastfeed more and then your body reacts like supply and demand. The more you breastfeed and your your breasts are empty, then your body gets the signal, oh crap, we ran out of milk, we need more, it ramps up production. And if it's just like a week of, of frustrating feedings and stuff like that, that's not generally like a good enough reason. But what are the other reasons? For me, it was my babies got to about five months old and they could sit in my lap at dinner time and they would try to eat anything I put in my mouth, eat anything off of my plate, eat anything that was around, that anyone else was eating. Now, a few mistaken mothers will say, well, that's because they have an oral fixation and you'll see little kids who um, will play and just put things in their mouth and they're just playing around. But as plenty of us mothers know, is that there is the like, I'm curious about that. I want to pick it up. I'm going to put that pen in my mouth. I'm going to put paper in my mouth. I'm going to chew on it. I'm going to gnaw on it. Maybe I swallow something. And then there is the give that to me. I want to eat it. I know what that's for. I know what I want to do with it. This is not about exploring my environment. This is about eating. And my babies would hit that before six months. And I never understood why these ladies uh, on mom groups or, or in little HA leagues that I talk to would say, okay, so then what you got to do is you got to eat. You got to put eat when your kid's asleep or you can't eat around them or you need to separate them from the table or you need to let them scream in a high chair while everyone else eats, which I thought was insane. And so I decided that the you should only feed your child solid starting at six months was crazy because why was my baby freaking out? Why was my child super interested in food and about five to five and a half months wanted to eat something with me three times a day? Like was not just like, oh, I'm semi-interested today, not tomorrow, but like would sit down and eat something and eat something substantial three times a day, which is actually a lot um, at that age group. And as I thought about it, I said, well, most, what, what is everyone saying? And I got into, of course, a fight online that pretty much got me kicked out of the group because I um, fought the mods on that information, that their information was incorrect. And I was saying, give me studies. Tell me why I have to wait until they're six months old, like exact, like six months to the day, because that's insane. Like, you know, and everyone knows who has a child that there's an age range to every developmental milestone every single one and so i went ahead and asked them for studies and the vast majority of the studies said yes a baby is ready for solids um, at the recommended time and any time before that we found that babies were not developmentally ready because there's 
I think there's like three basic developmental physical things that need to happen so that a baby can eat food for the most part. And I was looking at these studies and then looked at when they were published. And they were published when the guidelines were three to six months. So they were saying two months, two months, baby, not ready. Makes perfect sense. A two-month-old is not ready for solids. They were not testing whether or not three or four months old were ready for solids. It's insane to say, oh, well, they meant it, it, it's like a scripture verse. Like somehow, before this time, and even if we change the time, then it still holds true. That's not how it works. They were not testing that. So I pointed that out. I said, look, these studies are dated back to a time that was three to six months, and I completely agree with that. I completely agree that babies at two months, two and a half months, are definitely not ready for solids. They're not developmentally ready. Um, and mo they, they will not ask for it, right? And so if you, I got onto the kick of baby led weaning via all kinds of different avenues, but basically saying baby should eat when a baby wants to eat. When they can put something in its mouth, it'll eat it. That way I skip the baby food, because I really think that's gross. Personally, I hate it. I've always hated baby food. My parents told me I've one of I was number two of five and I never liked baby food. I was not particularly excited about giving my children baby food. So I was like, well, how do I avoid that? And they're like, do baby led weaning. That way you make sure they're small enough, things are soft enough, but they have texture and that's good for your baby and they could eat that. So you know, like if you can mash it on the side of your plate or it's small enough that they can kind of gum it around, they can eat it. So, but my babies were doing that before the six months. So then I said, okay, give me something else. Give me, so these studies do not correlate. They, they do not apply. They're not applicable because they are referring to a time that we're not talking about. We're talking about why can't I feed my baby between three and five months? And so they would say, the World Health Organization has said that you cannot do it. And you're like, okay, but the World Health Organization, like, you're saying I'm going to hurt my baby if I, if I feed them at four months or five months. I'm going to feed them solids. I'm going to hurt my baby. Then the World Health Organization or whoever or you who's fear-mongering, who's scaring all of these women that they're going to destroy their baby's immune system or their gut if they let them so much as have a pretzel before they're six months old or a banana, um, you need to be able to tell me what it is that is the actual problem. Why did the World Health Organization limit it and say, hold off feeding any um, only breastfeeding or only formula until six months. Why? Why did they do that? And the one that kept coming up over and over and over again was one about gut sealing, which is a pretty big topic at this point with your, um, your gut microbiome. And actually at the time, my husband and I had been reading um, some different books on the gut microbiome on some of the leading researchers and, and even what they were doing with their kids and their families and stuff because the gut microbiome is so important. And what happens is that, um, especially breastfed babies, what happens is, is their gut microbiome is fed by uh, everything that's in your breast milk, which includes actually, it's a, I think it's like fake fiber that breast milk um, contains that actually keeps their 
gut microbiome, like some of it still alive until they start eating solids. It's really interesting. So like basically here, if you just like completely stopped eating plants, there would be nothing to feed that. And so the transition could be very difficult. So anyways, the point being, I had spent plenty of time looking at gut microbiome things, even for us, like what's leaky gut. Um, but breastfeeding partially with the polyoligosaccharides and other things actually help develop the lining of your baby's intestines. And the intestine um, walls become coated both with a mucosal membrane and with good bacteria and their poop, essentially. So, um, and that layer is what protects your body from foreign objects going through the walls of your intestines. So if you have leaky gut, instead of like a piece of cow fat being digested fully before it's broken apart into its, all of its tiny little pieces and then distributed throughout your body into its for all things, something too big gets through. And then it's like a foreign invader. It shouldn't be there. So your body freaks out. And these women are arguing that if you don't breastfeed till six months, the gut is not sealed. Now, the science that, that breastfeeding is what seals your gut is totally there. It's completely there. We know that breastfeeding seals the gut or help, aids in gut closure, and which reduces inflammation and is a, an important developmental part. But when does that occur? And was that what the World Health Organization was even looking at? And the few studies that I could scrounge up that you could barely find anything on was that maybe gut closure happens like eight to 10 weeks. By then your baby's gut is closed. So that way, if they even eat dirt or something like that, then, cause it's gonna get in their mouths, like naturally, like in nature or in indigenous groups, their babies are not like perfectly clean and they're not in their perfectly clean little bassinet. They're on the ground or in dirt or whatever. And so it makes sense at some point in there, you get gut closure. And it's going to be before they would start solids. And I was like, well, give me information on what it is. Like, when does gut closure occur? And there is only one article, and it will be cited everywhere. And I can't remember the name of it. It's like the good gut or leaky gut in babies, or something like that. And at the very end, her article is very well cited, and it's very fascinating, and she's right on a lot of things. But she has this, like, one line at the end that is not cited, there is no evidence for what she said, and it's what's being used to bash new moms over the head with. And that is, there is no outside evidence of gut closure, so the best way to do it is to wait until six months. Okay. So anyone else who understands gut closure or the state of your gut is that the whole thing is that you have a gut brain that the it uses similar similar sim uh, I can't talk similar chemicals as your brain and it actually communicates to the rest of your body. That's how you generate cravings and everything else. So much of it has to do with your gut to say something like. There is no, there's nothing that would tell you that a gut is closed is crazy. There's no, that, that is completely opposed to the current information that we have on the gut. 
what stage it's at maybe, but we absolutely do know that the gut communicates with the brain very heavily. It's called like a second brain very commonly. And that your your eating habits, your weight gain, all that kind of stuff can be traced even to like the chemicals that your gut gives off or the, the gut microbiome gives off. So the bacteria and the yeast and everything that tells you things like it can contribute to depression or anxiety. All kinds of things can be linked back to are you, do you have a good gut microbiome? So it would not be out of the realm of totally believable to say a baby's gut is ready to eat when the baby's brain is telling them it's ready to eat. That they work on very similar pathways and work on similar chemicals. It's going to be nearly completely unlikely, like nearly impossible, that if they're ready to eat physically and they want to eat, that their body is not ready unless they have other developmental issues. There is absolutely zero evidence that the gut closure hasn't already happened probably before three months. Your baby's gut is probably closed by that point. But besides that fact, how many other people are using formula or supplementing partially with formula and that completely changes the gut microbiome? And so adding in food in addition to that, if the baby is otherwise developmentally ready, what, how the gut is, like, unless... Like, there's other things to be worried about with the gut. Or you either say, formula, you got to stop doing that. You got to never touch that stuff. Because if you do, your baby's gut will never close, which some people say, which is not true. But that's okay. Because your baby is going to have solids at some point, And your baby needs to be ready at some point. And logically, at some point, you, you have to weigh the benefits and the risks about that type of information. There's a lot of fear-mongering about it not allowing your baby's gut to close. But if it's that big of a deal, then these women are still the, the type of people that would say no formula ever because it essentially doesn't work like breast milk. It doesn't aid in gut closure or anything like that. So, and in fact can inhibit it if you're using it really frequently. Um, but uh, there's a whole article, I think it's called like the one bottle, is one bottle fine? And... If you actually read it, what they're talking about is one bottle a day of formula to supplement your breastfeeding. Not one bottle in your child's life. And it's one bottle a day does prevent the gut from being entirely like an exclusively breastfed baby's gut. It is full of a lot of other things that other bacteria like to eat. So it changes how your baby's gut microbiome is. Now, the evidence that we have says that it takes about a week to two weeks for then a, a formula-fed baby that then goes exclusively breastfed with no other supplementation to then look like a breastfed infant's gut. So it's not that it's uh, you know one bottle of formula, you gave it to them in the hospital, and now their gut is screwed. That's definitely not it. Um, but I was saying that it really doesn't, there's no evidence that the gut closes at six months versus two months and likely closes well before your baby is ready to physically eat. So um, I was explained in this argument that I was having online, look, that's not true. You, you guys have literally sent me studies on gut closure and all of them are saying like eight to 10 weeks. You're, that's not six months. 
you're just referring to this one article where this lady makes a supposition, makes a determination, says, this is my conclusion. You, you, we all must know, because it's just common sense, that you can't see whether or not the gut is closed, so you just assume it's not until it's six months. Okay, well, she's wrong. So I said, okay, that's fine. And then I got back to, well, this is what the World Health Organization says. And it kept coming back around to that, and I'm like, okay, but they are making recommendations that are for the entirety of the world, which includes third world nations. So what is it that made them determine that it was like, do not feed them anything until six months, that's not basically breastfed, includes food until six months, and then after that, you must start feeding your baby solids. And, and a lot of these women completely disregard a lot of what the whole World Health Organization says and what a lot of the Academy of Pediatrics says. But they use it as a club when they... Um, when they're having these arguments over when you should feed your baby solids. Well, I went down, I am not kidding, days rabbit hole. And I mean like hours and hours sitting in front of the screen reading through the World Health Organization studies. And what were they trying to do? So first, you have to say, why did they change the recommendations from three to six months to just straight up six months for solids? And what studies were they using? So they went through, like, I want to say thousands and thousands of studies. And they end up with something like 50 studies to work with because all of the other studies just are not quality enough for the World Health Organization to even consider using to make a determination. They're like, we looked at so many, and most of them don't follow the scientific method. They have all kinds of errors or you know they're they're just not reliable studies so remember that when you're looking at studies or someone posts a very specific study is that it's something like 10% to 20% of studies are actually quality like actually you can trust any of their results because of how poorly they're constructed um, that's another podcast but I went ahead and looked through and said what criteria were they looking at and what was their reasoning for changing it? And it was actually very fascinating. I learned a lot from reading their studies, reading what they were looking at. And I kept trying to figure out why were they pushing six months so hard? Because they weren't looking at when does a child develop naturally, physically, and and so therefore what are the guidelines for like, what would be a good aid range? Oh, you know, like 20% are ready at three months and, you know, 50% are ready at four months and 70% are ready at five months. And then by six months, unless there's other developmental problems or there are preemie or any other extenuating circumstances, 100% is ready at six months. They weren't looking at any of that. And I, so I was wondering why, why, why did they, what are they trying to accomplish? Why are they looking at studies on, on the recommendation. And so I was looking at their comments and they said on the World Health Organization came out and said that they know that there is a range that is acceptable to start feeding your kids solids, but that people are constantly abusing the range so they're not going to bother. Which was actually borne out by the previous studies that I had seen where they had done a lot of studies on, on babies that had um, 
their parents had started trying to feed them at like two, two and a half months. And because people are like, oh, it's three to six months, ergo, I can be even before that range. But it's like, no, 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 no. That range is broad and most are not going to be ready till maybe four or five months. Definitely a very, very early eater would be three months, not two and a half. So people were abusing it and hurting their kids. So I can understand why they said, look, we know that there's a range, but people are abusing it. So we're just going to say six months. And I started looking at the rationale and it almost seemed for some reason that they had come up with the six month figure first. And then we're just trying to prove that it wasn't a problem to say six months. And I didn't really understand that because I assumed what the World Health Organization was doing was trying to actually determine when do, you know, and in my naivete, first world babies develop into a child that is, can eat food. Like, when does that occur? That's not, that wasn't their goal at all. That figure, the six month figure, has zero, almost nothing to do with developmental milestones. They want to make sure that your baby is physically ready, which they pretty much knew that. It was just standard procedure, which is your baby needs to be able to create a bolus in their mouth, a bolus in their mouth. Basically create, uh, put all the food into one tiny bit with their tongue and then swallow it down. They need to be able to sit up straight so that they can swallow appropriately without choking. And they need to have a gag reflex so that they can like push it out of their mouth if they need to. Just basic things where it's like, yes, and they probably should have the motor skills to put it in their mouth. Those are the basic things that your baby has to be ready. And then they look, the only thing that they talked about with gut was, is the baby's gut ready at six months? Absolutely. There's no study whatsoever that has any doubt that all babies are ready at six months for food that way. You go, okay, that's fine. But I was like, but where are the studies that tell you when it is? When does it start to occur? And they weren't looking for those. They were looking for, can a baby eat food at six months? Well, yes, of course they can. So, and here are studies to prove that they can eat it at six months. And the more I started digging into it is my supposition was right. They started at six months and said, can they eat here? Why? Like, like, why are we starting with the six month figure and not starting at like the data and working towards a figure? And then as I started to read more, it became obvious what was happening, which is, this is not like some conspiracy thing. They were looking to solve a problem. They, uh, you know, they look in Africa at AIDS epidemics and say, okay, like what are things that we can do to reduce AIDS transmission? What can we do to reduce, um, to increase education? What can we do? What guidelines can we set to help this particular problem, not necessarily what's the most natural for your child or natural for human beings. They're trying to save the most lives or help the most people. But the reason that they came up with um, the six-month figure was because in third world countries, the leading cause of death for infants, for under ones, is contaminated food and water. So formula really is not safe in most of world countries because the water that you use to mix with the formula is not safe. And your food is contaminated either, you know, with E. coli or um, if you're using human feces but not doing it properly as fertilizer or you are, um, you know, pooping in the Ganges River or et cetera, et cetera. 
there are you, that's why they say like you can't you don't eat a salad when you're abroad because and most third world countries they don't actually eat much raw like vegetables and stuff especially things that grow out of the ground is because it's it's going to be dirty it's going to be contaminated so they sat down and said look the leading cause of infant mortality is bad food and water and when you look at populations across the world a third of them have prelactal feeds which means they are feeding babies tea or or other foods before lactation occurs which is basically in the first week of life um, because milk tends to come in in three to five days after um, delivery and so they're doing prelactal feeds a third before um, six months and a third like at or later than six months um, starting some sort of solids like uh, that's why they call prelactal feeds so some kind of food before that's not breast breast milk before before the mom's milk comes in at some are feeding them something just all of the time and then some that are waiting till like six months okay and then that the world pretty much is split like a third a third a third based on traditions and so there are a lot of places where babies are getting contaminated food and water that is causing uh, dysentery and death and infants and so the world health organization started with we have this problem how do we fix it what can we do to help alleviate this problem and one thing is mom's a filter if you do exclusive breastfeeding for the first six months and there's no like all of your you don't do any water even because all of the water is filtered through mom all of the food is filtered through mom you prevent all kinds of um, infections to the baby which is great it's wonderful then especially in third world countries this is less so in um, first world countries especially where we take prenatal vitamins babies at six months in developing countries so not generally in America actually start developing deficiencies like iron deficiency and other deficiencies at six months if you then do not start feeding solids so that's where the recommendation comes from is that they said we have this problem with contaminated food and water how long can we keep babies away from food and water before we start affecting their health and the answer that they came up for a worldwide statistic is six months now it's fair to say that in the developed country both a baby is not going to be deficient at six months probably closer to nine months if they are exclusively breastfed without having any other food um, so it's okay if your baby at six months and you know six and a half months is not eating much they don't have to eat very much of anything to start then preventing deficiencies and also if they start to be deficient they will generally if, as long as no other developmental problems are there they will start to ex to show you that they want to eat but in a developed country you absolutely have to start feeding them but their goal was never to say this is what's most natural it's saying it's what's most safe and on the flip side of our babies probably won't be deficient at six months we also do not have very much in the way of contaminated food and water 
our food and water is heavily filtered, heavily cleaned, and you know you could just say, okay, no raw vegetables for you, or 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 whatever. I'm gonna bake every vegetable you have, or you could go crazy on that side. But those recommendations are not about what is good for your baby because it's what's natural or it's how their body was designed. The World Health Organization was making a very smart call to try and save babies in the developing world where they were eating contaminated or drinking contaminated food and water. That is not a good enough reason for me to withhold my lasagna from my six from my five and a half month old because they haven't quite hit their six month birthday. And if you go to your pediatrician and you say my baby's five and a half months and they keep trying to eat everything, they would probably most likely tell you then let them eat it because there isn't a good reason to not. Because unless your house had contaminated food and water, in which case you have more problems than when you introduce it to your six-month-old because it's not totally preventative. It's not like at six months, oh, now they're impervious to contaminated food and water. No, they're still very susceptible to it. It's just reducing the exposure in the first year. And so if you have contaminated food and water, fix that instead of just saying, oh, I'll I'll wait till six months because that's not going to do anything. Your baby is still going to get sick when you give them contaminated food and water at six months. You're just reducing the exposure. Now, so for my opinion on what should you do, if you have a three-month-old baby or newborn and you're considering, okay, what do I want to do for my baby? One, we have no idea what's natural. Not no idea. We have some idea. Some people will tell you to breastfeed till five. Some will tell you to breastfeed till one. Some will tell you to breastfeed till who knows when. We don't have a lot of evidence that is concrete in either direction. You can find groups that do all kinds of crazy, wacky things regarding food and breastfeeding. Some where you have 10-year-olds still breastfeeding, which most people are not cool with. Some that um, stop breastfeeding at one, one and a half. Um, Any archaeological evidence, there seems to only be one case of any archaeological evidence, and it's not a natural weaning. What happened was uh, it was they can look at the layers in teeth and have found that it was in one day the child was weaned at like a little over a year. And they're like, that's not natural weaning. It was likely separation from the mother. So, sorry, back on to what I would recommend. Just remember that if someone tells you this is how humans have done it forever, they don't know that. We don't actually know. But some good guidelines are... Definitely breastfeed to a year. You can absolutely go longer, but if you can't, that's also fine. Don't feel pressure to wean at a year. Don't feel pressure to keep going if you really hate it. Okay, then when it comes to actually when does your baby eat solids? The three to six month is probably close to where developmentally your baby is ready to start eating solids. I would say save yourself the hassle. Do not give them baby food when they're three months old or even four months old. Don't sit there with like, oh, here comes the airplane and here's like, like I'm sitting here with a bowl and I'm like feeding you malt meal or whatever gross, nasty, sloopy, slurry. Nobody in their right mind would want to eat food. Like don't bother. 
do something that is like baby led weaning. Soft foods, things that they can eat, things that they can feed themselves with. Because they are not going to overfeed themselves. And if they don't want to eat it, at that age, it's more about them getting used to the tastes and the textures, which is why it's not helpful to use baby food or like like malto meal or whatever, because those, like they're not getting used to normal food. So, and really they're not full of like full of nutrients. It's gonna be so healthy for them. Your breast milk is gonna be covering all of most of that. Do something that's baby led weaning. Do something that includes foods from your diet and care about a healthy diet for you and your family. Because I know like 20% of these women I know uh, relatively intimately and they are so gung-ho about this whole six months before you start solids because of your baby's gut and your baby's health and then they eat like donuts and sugar and just crap all you know and just processed food and processed food and processed food and it's like look you're just as good as your diet so you, you can say all of that crap about the gut and, and what's best for your baby. But then when you're feeding your baby like Fruit Loops and like cookies and mac and cheese and that's the substance of their diet, then like don't at me. I, like I don't actually care what you have to say because a baby with a leaky gut who is given a very well-balanced diet is going to fare so much better than a child who was breastfed to six months, closed gut, and then you give them shit to eat. So, if you'd like to reach out to me, my email is thehousewiferants at gmail.com. And that's the end of my rant. <laughs>